Shimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinam Namaste Saraswati Vene Gauravani Pracharine Yivishesha Shriyavadi Aschatya Teshata Vantra Kalpatrugyasya Vipasindu Vyadevacha Ajitanam Avanibhyo Aishnavibhyo Namo Ekishna Karanasindhu Dinavando Jagatpate Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Apta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vishavanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gradha Shivasari Gora Bhaktavindra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama So welcome everyone to Sunday program, Sunday feast program. Vieka Temple Kijara. You can all be here. I'm glad that I can be here also. Yesterday was a nice celebration also in the center of Rieka, Lord Jagannath, for, as I understand, the 20th year, went out on a stroll. Srila Prabhupada said like that. <clears throat> Processions. The Lord, taking the Lord on a stroll. Do you know this word stroll? A stroll is a, a casual walk. Just walking to look at the scenery, look about. That's a stroll. Leisurely, relaxed, pleasure walk. So that's what we had yesterday with Lord Chakna. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like he had a good time. What do you think? Yeah? No? Yes. <laughs> so I think Lord Jagannath looks forward to that every year. Uh, we call him Jagannath, Nata, meaning Lord in Sanskrit, and Jagat, meaning usually translated as universe, 
And it has a sense of uh, that which is moving, that which is in flux. In other words, what is the universe? The universe is a place where everything is, there's nothing fixed. You know this word flux? No. Flux means it's flowing. It's, it's here today, gone tomorrow. So life, our lives are here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> we are in these temporary bodies. We are subjected to the movements of the jagat. But the Lord of the Jagat, Jagat Nat, which becomes in Sanskrit Jagannatha, uh, because there is a Lord, we, uh, we take shelter of the Lord of the universe, and in that way, the universe is uh, is a nice place it becomes it becomes a place of the lord's pastimes when Srila Prabhupada uh, initiated the Jagannath festival in the west he of course knew very well the origins of this festival in Jagannath Puri. And he knew very well and was remembering uh, the description of this festival in Puri in the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, in which in Madhya chapter 13, it's a wonderful description of Lord Chaitanya with his associates um, performing kirtan in front of Lord Jagannath as he was going in procession. And Krishnadas tells us that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally organized the kirtans. He personally said, okay, you be in that group, and you be in that group, and you be in this group. And initially there were four different groups of kirtan, and then three more groups came. And then it said Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was seen simultaneously <laughs> in each of the seven groups. Not something we can imitate. Lord Chaitanya's particular mood in Jagannath Ratayatra is very, very significant and very important and very central to our understanding of what it means to, uh, to be a devotee of Krishna. And that mood is a kind of reenactment 
You know this word? Reenactment. Cancel it. To, to act out something and then to do that again. So to react, not react in the sense of a reaction, but to reenact is to re-perform. It's like mm, we have the, <laughs> across the street, we have the opera house and I just saw they're performing uh, Romeo and Juliet. Anyone has seen the film? And that's a film. Film or drama of Romeo and Juliet? Yes. I have seen it performed by the uh, Royal uh, Shakespearean players in the UK. Very expert. Very powerful. Very romantic story. We know the story. Love at first sight. Uh, there was a problem. What was the problem? The problem was he and she were from two different families that were at war with each other. So they couldn't meet openly, but they had to meet. And the whole thing leads to a tragedy because it's the tragedy of, of Romeo and Juliet. It's a love story in which they end up, by some confusion and misunderstanding, they end up um, killing themselves in their desperation. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> the point is they perform one night and then they re-perform the next night. And re so they're re-enacting. So Chaitanya in his performance of, it's a performance. The Ratha Yatra is for Chaitanya a reenactment of Krishna in not Puri, but in a place called Kurukshetra. Kurukshetra is known as the place where the battle of Kurukshetra, the battle of the Mahabharata takes place. Um, there's a huge statue there now of Krishna and Arjuna on a huge chariot um, on a kind of island in this quite large uh, synthetic lake. So they're commemorating the battle of Kurukshetra. But something else happens there. Um, at a different time, this would have taken place uh, long before the battle, um, that all the residents of Vrindavan came to Kurukshetra to have darshan of Krishna, to see Krishna, who had been away from Vrindavan for a long time. Why? He had gone to Mathura, he had some jobs to do. <laughs> from Mathura, he went to Dwaraka, more jobs, more tasks, always distracted, residents of Vrindavan, his, his beloveds of Vrindavan great uh, feelings of his absence. 
are anxious to see Krishna again, so they see him. When, when they finally, finally see him in, uh, in Kurukshetra, they're actually quite disappointed. Why are they disappointed? Because Krishna is now in a completely different mood than he was in Vrindavan. In Vrindavan, Krishna is, is just uh, over, overflowing with simple, sweet cleverness, charm, and uh, just overwhelming, uh, overwhelming simple charm, madhurya, sweetness. But here he is in Purukshetra with surrounded by soldiers, surrounded by chariots. There were elephants, there was all, all the paraphernalia, all the, all the uh, things associated with uh, royal life. Krishna was not the king of Dwaraka. Uh, his family had been cursed that they would not become kings. He was, he was like a prince, but as a prince, he was no small prince. How many, how many palaces did he have? Not one, not two, not five. He had 16,000 some say 16,108 palaces. Because if you have, if you're a prince and you have a wife, the wife needs to have her own palace, right? And if you have two wives, then you're going to have to have two palaces. And if you have 16,000 wives, they're each going to have to have their own palaces, right? That's, that's the logic. <laughs> so, so all of that is there in Dwaraka. And then from Dwaraka, Krishna comes to Kurukshetra for a uh, kind of pilgrimage, uh, a religious observance on the occasion of solar eclipse. So this was a chance. It was an excuse uh, that the... Vrindavan Vasis, the residents of Vrindavan, kind of sneak away and get to see Krishna in Purukshetra. But when they get there, they're disappointed. And why are they disappointed? Because, yeah, it's Krishna, but it's not Krishna. It's not the Krishna that we know. We want our Krishna in Vrindavan. And so what do they do? They, they hijack Krishna. They hijack Krishna. And they bring him to Vrindavan. At least they try. And this, this is what is happening in the Ratakatra, according to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is... He and his devotees are pulling Krishna 
excuse me, to Vrindavan. And so Lord Chaitanya, although he is um, he is the Lord himself, he is Krishna himself, what is his mood? His mood is that he is Krishna's devotee, he is Krishna's bhakta, and specifically he's in the mood of Krishna's beloveds in Vrindavan. And in that mood, he is pushing, sometimes pulling, sometimes pushing uh, Lord Jagannath. It's described, again, chapter 13, that sometimes the, this huge cart, which has, uh, the Jagannath cart has 16 wheels. Um, and they're very big wheels. I don't know if any of the wheels would fit through any of the doors. <laughs> uh, it's a huge, huge wooden cart. They make, every year they make completely new, this cart. And after the festival is over, they take apart all the wood of the cart and uh, it goes as uh, as fuel for the kitchens of Lord Jagan. So sometimes the cart would stop and nobody could get Lord Jagannath to move. That happens sometimes. Sometimes the cart will stop for hours. And at this time of year in Puri, not only is it hot, but it's also humid, unlike Rieka, where it's nice, dry, uh, dry uh, air. But there it will be very humid. Uh, sometimes it will rain on the day of the Rata Yatra. If it rains on this day, that is considered most auspicious. It's considered the season when the rainy season should begin. So, so but um, Lord Chaitanya would then go behind the cart and he would just put his forehead on the back of the cart and lean, and then the cart would start again. <laughs> Lord Chaitanya. So, Srila Prabhupada would have been and was uh, very aware of this feature of Jagannath Ratayatra when he instituted Ratayatra in first in San Francisco and then other cities uh, in in the West. Uh, the first the first Rata. Uh, of the uh, Jagannath in San Francisco was what's called a flatbed truck. It's a, it's a it's a it's a truck which has what's called a flatbed, and um, they just made a sort of sort of very makeshift, simple, simple flat roof above the deities. You may have seen photos. 
Lord Jagannath is facing one side away, and Baladev is facing another side away, and Subhadra is facing toward the back, They're facing in three different directions. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay. <laughs> Prabhupada was very, very accepting of whatever arrangement could be there. Uh, because for him, uh, the simple fact was that the Lord had come and made himself available in this very uh, special form for the people of, at that time, San Francisco, and then later other places. So that history is going on, it's continuing. I just uh, got a note, notice this morning that devotees in Vienna celebrated Ratayatra also yesterday. For the first time. That's what I understood first time. <laughs> so in this way, the Lord is enjoying and he's enjoying with his devotees, and the devotees are remembering, they are reenacting. Uh, the action, the lila, the pastime of Krishna with his devotees in uh, Kurukshetra coming to Vrindavan. So even though we're very far from Kurukshetra or Vrindavan, still, <laughs> that memory can be there. Okay. Jagannath Subhadra Baladeva Kinjai. The prayer is, I don't remember hearing yesterday. I was busy socializing most of the time. <laughs> the, best. Um, the prayer, Jagannatha Swami Nayanapatagami. Babatume, was there singing? Good, okay. How can there be Ratayatra with? Without. Good. Okay. So the literal meaning of that, it's the last line of, uh, of the Jagannath Ashtaka. Each verse uh, ends with this Jagannatha Swami Nayanapatagami Bhavatume. It's a prayer, my dear Lord, may you. Come into the pathway, the pata of my eyes, Nayana. Literally, may you be, be a goer on the pathway of my eyes. May, may you be one who goes on the pathway of my eyes. Jagannatha, oh Jagannatha Swami. Oh, oh, Lord, Lord of the universe. Swami also means Lord. So, Baba too, let it be. 
let it be so. Um, that's the idea. So this can always be our prayer, especially here in Rijeka. May we always uh, have the vision, uh, the view of Lord Jagannath uh, before us, whether here in the temple or in our hearts, uh, preferably both. Uh, Jagannath must be here for a reason. <laughs> it, must, it must be something about Rieka that he likes. And I don't think it's only to have Ratiatra once a year. <laughs> I think there's some, must be some more reason. What do you think? Maybe. 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 Who knows? <laughs> well, he's been here now for many years, more than 20 years, right? How many years he's been here? Nobody knows. History it is lost. Myths, mists of history. Baraka Gamana. Fifteen years here. Fifteen years. Maybe, in Pula. Maybe Pula, maybe four years. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was four he, years, four or five years. He's been moving. Yeah, he's been moving a lot. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Mata Paradaramya Nanya. Na anyat, mata paratalam nanyat, kinchirasti dananjaya, mai sarvam idam protam sutre, sutre, manigana eva. Because there's nothing superior to me, mataha, from me or than me, it's a comparative in this case, mata. Parataram, there's nothing more para, there's nothing more superior. Na anyat, there is not something else. Uh, kinshit, something. Nope, not kinshit. There's nothing, there's no one, there's no anything higher than me. Mata parataram nanyat kinshit asti. Na asti, there is not. Uh, O Dananjaya, O Arjuna. And then he gives this example to help us understand how he is, uh, how he is the Lord. And it's a very, very, very interesting analogy that he gives. Many, many of you are wearing neck beads. I'm wearing neck beads. We call them. Antimala, some devotees call them Kuntimala. I don't know, maybe they're worshiping Kunti Devi. <laughs> but uh, Kantimala. And Mala, what is Mala? Mala means a string, series. Mm. So, Mai sarvam idam protam. 
Protam means something like strung or stretched. Mayi, in me, sarvam, everything. Uh, which everything? Idam sarvam, this everything. In other words, that which we experience uh, tangibly with our senses. Uh, all of this world, uh, our bodies, mayi sarvam idam protam, sutre, mani gana iva. This little iva means that we're getting an analogy. Analogies are ways of illustrating something abstract with something concrete. We've talked about this here before, I'm sure. Uh, so, mm, sutra, sutra is a string, and money, money doesn't mean like the English word money. <laughs> We're not talking about M-O-N-E-Y, money. <clears throat> We're talking about money, M ma a Na, e, money, uh, which is, uh, it can mean a jewel in general, can also mean a pearl, and Prabhupada translates it as pearls. So like pearls strung on a thread, sutra, uh, this whole universe, mayi sarvam idam, this sarvam idam, this everything, Protum is is strung. It's all strung on on this thread, or it's yeah. The thread in this case, the analogy is that Krishna is the thread, as we have neck neck beads, kantimala or kantimala if you like, kantimala. <laughs> as we have a thread. <clears throat> Uh, holding the beads all together nicely, if that if that string is cut, that's when we all um, go running to the shop to buy some new neck beads because we don't want to be bothered remaking a set of neck beads. <laughs> so uh, they're all held together nicely. And here's the interesting thing. We don't see the string. We don't see the string, but would anyone say, aha, there's no string. There's no string. Why is there no string? Because I don't see it. Where's the string? I, see, I don't see any string. So this is the atheist position. The atheist is saying, I don't see any string and I don't see anything held together. Uh, but little bit of thoughtfulness uh, for, the, uh, for the theist, he, he or she recognizes there is a, uh, a string and the string is not 
something non-personal, the spring is the Supreme Person, the Supreme Lord. So, mayi sarvmedam protam sutre manigana yakiva. That's that's the sort of hmm, a basic lesson Krishna is giving us in the Gita. And then he's reminding us, he's making it, uh, he's helping us out to remember, I'm here, I'm the string. <laughs> and he does this in any number of different ways. For the devotees, he appears in so many different forms. He's not invisible like this string. I am the sound in ether, Krishna says in the Gita, right? Raso hum, rasa, in the up, upsu, upsu means in waters. We will now give a demonstration how to do. Okay, Hare Krishna, that was all by way of introduction. <laughs> I wanted to share with you a little bit about this book, which uh, we spoke about in Pula, and I'll share with you here. It's a book which I have, uh, with a lot of help from inspiration from Krishna, have written and published just uh, just before the, the pandemic started, it's called Cow Care in Hindu Animal Ethics, and it's published as uh, part of a book series. These are academic, so-called academic books published by Academic Press on the subject of animal ethics. What is animal ethics? It's the subject of how do we relate with animals? And this book is focusing on how do we relate with cows. And although it's focused on how we relate with cows, I've written one chapter, which is more general, in which I'm discussing about Indian ideas of ethics and how we might relate these to Western ideas of ethics about animals. And we've all heard the word Dharma and we've all heard the word yoga and we've all heard the word bhakti. <clears throat> But many people haven't heard these terms. Most people have heard something of yoga, but maybe dharma. So here I'm talking about how, in a sort of careful analytical way, we can think about these ultimately in relation to the question, what should be done? That's really what ethics is about. That's what dharma is. What should we do? 
And that should word, how do you say in Trebatsky, should? Trebama. Treba. Treba, yes. Polish Cheba. So uh, this this little word treba is the idea of this word is to make to make a bridge between the way things are and the way we feel they ought to be. We all come into this world and it's a world the way it is. It's a world of birth, old age, disease, death. <coughs> to begin with, and a whole lot of things which are not so ideal. And so we look for ways to bridge the gap. And there's a word which kind of summarizes that effort in our tradition, and that is Dharma. But it turns out that Dharma is, although it's a little word, it's a complicated thing to understand. Okay, but what is Dharma? What is my Dharma? Bhagavad Gita begins Dharma Chetre Kru Chetre Samaveta Yuyutsava Mamaka Pandavas Chaiva Kim Akurvata Kim Akurvata. <clears throat> Sanjay, what did my sons <coughs> and sons, sons of Pandu, what did they do on the battlefield of Kurukshetra of Dharma? Someone recently wrote a book about the Mahabharata called, called The Difficulty of Being Good. And he's telling several stories in the Mahabharata where there's some dilemma about how to act. Someone wants to be good, but it's not easy to be good. Famous story is that of King Yudhishthir. On the battlefield, he is urged by Lord Krishna to lie. He had never lied. He had never lied before. Now he's supposed to lie. So, <clears throat> so that Drona and be killed. Drona has to believe that his son Ashvataman is dead. Yudhishthir has to <clears throat> affirm what I believe Bhima first tells Drona, that Ashvataman is dead. 
Drona knows that Yudhishthir doesn't lie. Yudhishthir, is that true? And Yudhishthir kind of says, mm -hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Ashvatama the elephant is dead. <laughs> yeah, so the difficulty of being good. <clears throat> so this challenge is there constantly about Dharma. And so much of the literature about Dharma in our, in our books is uh, trying to, it is, is recognizing that it's difficult to understand what is Dharma. Other literature says Dharma is this, 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 and this. So if you go to Bhagavata Purana, Bhagavatam, <clears throat> Canto 7, chapters 11 through 15. You get lots of lists, descriptions of what, <clears throat> uh, what is Varnashram? What are the rules of Varna and Ashram? But to determine what is dharma is, uh, most of the time, we may say, can be very difficult. Well, it turns out one of the basic ideas of dharma is to pay one's debts. Pay your, pay your debts. Yeah. The idea is that as soon as we are born, we are born in debt. You may say, wait a minute, I didn't ask. I didn't. What did I do to get in debt? You, first of all, you got a body. That means you are indebted to your parents and with the parents, the ancestors. <coughs> In Sanskrit, the word for debt is rina, rina. R with a dot under it, N with a dot under it, rina. <clears throat> so there's what's called Pitri Rana, debt to the ancestors. That's only one type of debt. There's Deva Vrna. I can't even pronounce it. <clears throat> there's Deva Rana, the debt to the gods, to the Devas. Right now, we are enjoying, or maybe less, 
the nice warmth of the sun and the air and the water <laughs> and so on. Uh, so we're in debt for these. We're also in debt to the rishis, the rishi Rana. Uh, and we are indebted to all of humanity. We're all part of one big assembly of human beings. So that's Nr-Rana. Nr-Rana. And finally, we're indebted to all living beings. That's, that is Bhu-Rana. Uh, so we have uh, a very clear uh, direction from Dharma to pay these debts. Hmm, okay, how do we do that? <laughs> That's the next question, how to pay the debts. In this, excuse me, in this book, I'm especially focusing on Bhu-Rana, that we have an obligation to other living beings than humans. People don't recognize that. People assume I'm here because by my own mercy, Ishvaroham, Aham Bogi, Siddhoham, Balavan, Suki. I am the Lord of all I serve. I am very powerful and I'm happy. And why is it so? Because it is by my own grace. So, <clears throat> this is a dangerous situation and it's becoming more and more dangerous. Modern system, modern culture is becoming a killing culture or it has, has it's been a kill, killing culture. Leo Tolstoy is said to have said, I haven't found the exact reference yet, but the, it was the Russian novelist of the 19th century uh, who was vegetarian. He said, as long as there are slaughterhouses, there will be battlefields. As long as there are slaughterhouses, there will be battlefields. It sounds better in German. So long as Schlachthäuser gibt, so long as Schlachtfelder Anyway, I just wanted to <laughs> say a little something about this book because uh, I wanted to invite devotees who can read English to uh, get a copy of the book. I'm not promoting the book for sale, um, which is now strictly forbidden to sit on the Vyasasan and promote one's book. It's a new rule from the GBC. I'm not doing that. Okay. 
but it is available for free download. Yeah, it's open access. So we're not selling, it's free download. And all you have to do is search the title. What's the title? How care in Hindu animal ethics. <clears throat> so if you search this on uh, uh, Sri Google, <laughs> it will take you immediately to a link where you can download it. I'm going to stop there because I don't know what's happened, but I keep uh, <coughs> I'll stop there unless there's a burning question or comment. Otherwise, yes. My question is how to see more students of this how to see more spiritually what's happening <clears throat> Lord John. yeah very nice question <clears throat> well um <clears throat> We understand that in order to see spiritually, we have to be acting spiritually, right? And we may be saying, well, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, I, uh, yes, I do what I do. I have my spiritual practices and I associate with devotees and so on. <clears throat> and that's all wonderful. Um, but I would say, keep that question open. How can we see more spiritually what is happening? Um, not as passive seers, you know, but more as actors. Um, and this was a major, major theme of the mission of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur was to help us understand that um, it is not about it's not about seeing the Lord so much as about being seen by the Lord <coughs> and we will see the Lord the Lord will reveal himself to us when he is pleased by our service. So if we have this uh, mood, let me reflect on what I might adjust uh, or what we might do co co collectively. <clears throat> that might help, I don't know. <clears throat> Oh. 
<laughs> Suddenly everyone's <laughs> This is better. <laughs> okay, thank you. Try anything once. <laughs> is it allowed to do this on the Vyasa song? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so let me act in such a way uh, that the Lord will be pleased to reveal himself to me. And in that revealing to show what, <clears throat> what's the direction for developing uh, our, our yatra, for bring, bringing, bringing more life to our yatra? And <clears throat> I may have made this practical suggestion before, but I'll make it again. Yeah, I think this helps. Uh, and that is uh, organized uh, for, especially for some a program, organized little um, sketches, little skits, little performances. Doesn't need lots of organization, doesn't need lots of rehearsal. You can make what are called radio drama, where each one doing the, their part is simply reading their parts, but reading them dramatically. This can be very attractive. And it can be very compelling also. Um, it doesn't always have to be um, comedy. We usually think it has to be something comedy or something silly uh, to entertain, but there's very powerful drama, which is dramatic. Just like the story of Romeo and Juliet. When it's, when it's done properly, it's very, a very moving story. That's why it's performed again and again. So they have their opera house over here. Why not we have our Krishna opera house here? Everyone's silent. You asked, that was my suggestion. <laughs> Is that all right? Right. <laughs> <laughs>